everybody. I hope that you're having a good day. The odds are not in our favor. No, sir. I mean, like, I don't mean to be a, a downer, but they're definitely not in our favor. I don't know. Last episode, we did pretty damn None of us died, though. Except for maybe Arlo. Well, Arlo might be dead. <laughs> not important. Nah, she's not one of us. She's not one of us. She literally is one of us. <laughs> she is part of the crew. No, <laughs> no one has her character sheet. She does not count. Uh, I bet Zach does. <laughs> well, Zach's not one of us either. <laughs> He's against us. That's absolutely true. <laughs> Hi, I'm Patrick. I'm a yeah. fuck up and I forgot my character sheet. Oh yeah, he God. did. And his dice and everything. everything. Everything I need to play this game. Patrick's coming in completely cold. No, I've got it. But Justin has hooked me up with some dice mm -hmm. and I've been playing this character a long fucking time. So I think I can play her without a sheet. That means he's going to make everything up today. Yeah. yeah. I, my spell yeah. save is 17. That's all I need. I made that up too. Uh, you also need health. And I have 24 HP because Murdoch beat the fuck out of me. Don't you also use stamina? <laughs> What's your max? No, I don't use stamina for anything. No, oh, okay. My max is 40. Murdoch punched me in the face like three times. Yeah, okay. same. Okay. Well, he probably deserved it. Yeah, I got messed up. Yeah, a long time. I was thinking about that just a, mi a minute ago. It's the longest running campaign I think any of us have been a part of before. Yeah, there were some extenuating circumstances, though. Well, true. COVID. Yeah. But I'm wondering if, like, general playtime, this is the longest. We have played mm. this a lot. I don't know. I mean, like, because, like, all the other ones, we've sat down for, like, hours at a time. This mm -hmm. is true. Like, we don't have eight-hour sessions anymore like we yeah. used to. Mm -mm. Yeah. That's true. We had one session. We've talked about it before. It was combat for eight hours. Mm -hmm. We were in combat for eight hours. It was brutal. It was very fun, and it was nightmarish. Yeah, it would have been funner in a different system. More fun. Honestly. Yeah. No, I had a lot of fun. More fun. That's you. That's what you sound like. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's Madeline's birthday, everybody. Yeah. It is Madeline's birthday. Hey. And it's Justin's birthday in a few days. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The Scorpio. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My well, boss is also a Scorpio. Don't trust Scorpios. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> you shouldn't. That's it. Because I will, I will break you and I will take all of your money. It's true. That's mm -hmm. how it works. Scorpios are, are born being able to rob <laughs> another human being. Mm -hmm. fun, it's true. Fun of their emotions. It's an innate of ability. Of their thoughts, of their memories, <laughs> of their money. It's true. There's no cooldown on it either. No. <laughs> it just keeps going. Where did we leave off last time? Yeah, where were we? Well, a giant fox boy picked us up and was like, oh, my God. And then, like, trotted through the woods and then dropped us off. And we're like, whoa. <laughs> Gee whiz. That was fun. That was amazing. Thanks, yeah. sir. Quidian's, like, mildly lobotomized from being beat so bad from Burdock's giant yeah. hands. It's like, this is fun. Did some hardcore tanking last session. Yeah, you did. Quidian did. Yeah. You're wanting to do that all this time. No. You got your opportunity, you right? <laughs> yeah, that's what I want to do. You wanted to take a bunch of hits yes. so that I can miss every single hit. Yeah, I really thought you would deliver there, and I really you didn't. You would do something. I hit him a lot. That's true. No, but you, I also was yeah. not participating in you tanking. I was just like, yeah, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Like, I'm going to just beat the shit out of this dude. We were just trying to stay alive. I'm going to catch we him on that. fire a whole bunch. Yeah, we made a point. I did a lot of acting. <laughs> no, you did yeah. a great job. And you did. I, yeah. and, I, and I cast one spell. It was one of that was legitimately one of my favorite combat encounters we've ever yeah. done. I think like that was really fun. Yeah, it was yeah, good. I love it too. It was stressful too because like he was hitting hard. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. Just think how stressful stressful it'll be when we meet up with him again. Uh huh. Well, hopefully, you like, <laughs> think he's gonna be more mad or the same level of mad? I'm scared. <laughs> I'm also like thinking. So okay, this is a little meta. So like normally campaigns, like if you pay if you play D and D five e, things like scale with you, and like I just know that this fucking stupid ass dragon is not scaled with us he's like already up here and we're still down here so we're just gonna have to be smarter than him to be fair we're not (sighs) really down here we're we're close to like level cap yeah well that's true but it's still really powerful nine out of ten it still feels you know that's because zach hypes this dragon up so much yeah Mm -hmm. that's true you guys are level nine now yeah Mm -hmm. i thought we were level eight but you know, whatever. I'm, still level, I'm level seven, so I don't know what, what? y'all are talking are about. No, it's it's right there. I'm level seven. I feel like we've had this conversation a thousand times. We have. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, I don't we care. Play, no. We talk about everybody's the wrong level oh and shit. Yeah. How many spells? <laughs> Who's the <laughs> No. <myself? laughs> no. We're not doing this. <laughs> I will count my spells right now. Yeah, whoever's the highest level, count their spells. And then we make should sure. be the same level. We should all be the same level. Yeah. Or, or rather count your skills and then make sure that that aligns with everybody else. My spells are deceptive because I have extra ones from the stuff I've taken. So that's level nine. That's, yeah, that's level nine. You should have nine skills, right? I think that's how that works. I think it's nine plus your two origin, right? Mm, yeah. Oh, I might be like behind on skills then. Nine. Or I, I could be thinking confused <clears throat> because Echo has worldly. So she has an extra skill. From starting out, I only have eight. Yeah, you need at least one more, or you're level eight and you have too many spells. Justin, no, we're level nine. <laughs> oh my god. Anyways, I can't participate in this. I don't have my character sheet because I'm a fuck up. Yeah, we mm-hmm. can't really make do because we'd have to do it all at once. But we'll do it. Just you know, honestly, you know, if you die due to the fact that you have too little <laughs> skills or spells, that's kind of on you guys. So yeah, all, all my only role in that part is saying. You guys level up. Yay. So I mean, that's. <laughs> and then it's up to you whether you actually do. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, I think Sarah, it was like one thing we stopped doing was like talking about our level ups. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think. That's, yeah. I, I think like, that's why I fell behind. I like surprising people with what I picked up. Well, for Lavinland 2, we will definitely be able to do that a lot easier because it's faster. It doesn't take like 35 minutes to do that. I can just be like, what'd you, what'd you pick? And you could say your one thing and then you're done. So. Yeah. That'll be good. But let's go ahead and get started here. You find yourselves in the Vimorian Waste. It's a charred landscape of black stone and ash fog. You are alone. It's just the four of you here. The others are lost in the waste. I will urge you as your your game master not to go looking for them. I will tell you now that the four of you have a pretty good understanding that A, you are more or less lost beyond a vague sort of attachment to your map and your current location. And B, this place is huge and confusing due to the, due to the fog. You will not find them. And the four of you know this. You're alone here. You're separated from your help. I thought that we landed next to the next trammel. You did. Oh, great. Well, perfect. Let's yank that shit out of the ground. So as of right now, we can't it's too foggy to be able to like see any sort of like celestial bodies. We can see stars or anything like that. Here, no. Mm. This where you find yourself, it is even thicker than before. Mm-hmm. It is very dark here. You will be rolling with disadvantage on most checks. Oh, good. 
that's what I needed. Other than that, yeah, you are you find yourself next to the last trammel that needs to be unplucked or fixed in some some way. It's up to you guys. There's still the matter of going up north to the fortress that you know of, the the seaside fortress to get the other piece of the sword. Mm-hmm. The the fortress you know nothing about. Yeah. And it'll there's be fine, it'll be fine. equivocally no Yetolian history about even peripherally, well, other, yeah. than, other than the fact that Gwydion has a rough understanding from his studies that is, it, it was called the Temple of Light at some point, perhaps. And then there's also the matter of reaching the Heartwood, which you can very vaguely see still on its, on its hill. And its black silhouette is breaching the fog just barely in your vision. And yeah, you'll have to climb that at some point and blow the horn. <laughs> I hate to be more of a spoil sport, but we've actually only pulled one triangle mm. out. Just two of them are not cursed. So one of them uncursed needs to be pulled out. And one of them still cursed needs to be pulled out. Yes, I think we discussed this last time. This is more of a Herbert's understanding of his own spiritual methods. But like okay. that trammel that that was also affected by his consecration spell, it's just a piece of metal now. There's, oh, great. there's not really a need to pull it out necessarily. I mean, you cool. can, but the, the deed is done for two trammels at least. Gotcha. Okay, mm, cool. Okay. Well, I can certainly cast Consecrate again if need be. If we can't find the other one, yeah. I mean, I, I just like the idea of like uncursing this blasted landscape in uh, general. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Just out of curiosity, is my compass working? Your compass works fine. Okay, so I know which way is north. Yes. Good. Okay. Yeah. Echo is distraught. Mm. She is not necessarily fully understanding what's going on right now. They can't really see, right? Like, can they see me? Can they see Echo? I imagine we could see each other. You guys are together. You can see probably in like a 30-foot radius pretty clearly. Okay. She uh, She's like wildly looking around and, you know, in my head, like she's probably got a broken nose. Like mm-hmm. blood just pouring down her face and she's she's wildly looking around and she finally just kind of looks at Gwydion and she says, where are we? We're in the wastes. We're at the next trammel. We have to go back. No. <laughs> no, we have to go back. He has to die. Unfortunately, if we don't continue, we may not be able to complete our entire journey. And I know that Arlo's still back there and I know Exotica's also back there and... You definitely want to go back there, but if we don't keep going, we're never going to be able to continue to go. I will bind you to a rock and put the rock in my pocket, and you will not be able to leave my side for a 50-foot radius if you try to run. (laughs) She was not really hearing you. Or else she'd probably be pissed. And then with that, her eyes kind of narrow a little bit. (laughs) She does look a little fucking pissed. Well, and time's a wasting. Exactly. She, she closes her eyes and she takes a few breaths. She goes, give me a moment. And she reaches in her bag and she pulls out the cheese that Arlo gave her. Mm-hmm. But it's not, the cheese is gone. She ate the shit out of that. Yeah. Okay, it's okay. the little like wrap it was in. Right. The crusty rind. Yep. And she's going to like go down to her knees and just take a few breaths and she's going to scry mm, on our okay. That's fair. Okay. Do you need to do a check for this? Nope. I have something that was hers. All right. Well, I'm not going to interrupt. Just going to like yeah. start the process. And yeah. Herbert's going to go over to the, the uh, this trammel and like lay his hands on it and start to cast Consecrate. So, okay. That's, it's the same process as last time. We don't even have to like role play it out. So we can go ahead Great. and like, cause I'm curious about that too. Uh, like 
Arlo. Yeah. You see Arlo. It looks like kind of like you're looking at her through like a bubbled lens. You can see her kind of held in this shallow like valley of black glass. It's dark here. Looks like she might be underground. And she is alive, alone, and she's awake. She's just sort of like lying down and resting with her sword like parallel to her body and holding her side. And she's just breathing quietly. So she looks hurt. Not too hurt, but she is hurt. She's, she's okay. Ego just sees her and then she just kind of tries to send to her like, you know, good vibes basically, which is not something Echo has a lot of, but not in this moment. Yeah. She just kind of tries to tell her like, we'll find you. Hmm. And she knows she probably didn't hear her, but she's going to cut that. And then she turns her head over, sees Herbert doing his thing. She just kind of holds her hand up and lights, lights everything in 20 feet. Is she all right? I think, she, I think so. She looks a little messed up, but I think that we'll be able to find her or she'll be able to find her way out. Is Azantika with her? No, she is alone. Well, I hope Azantika's all right, too. Echo looks real fucking tired, but she says, like, if Herbert has something that belonged to her, I might be able to take a peek. But if my if, if I had to measure my magical ability on a scale, I have three points left. So. <laughs> oh, hmm. Well, that's not a very large amount of points. It's not. I'm sorry for your loss of points. And scrying takes three points. So. Oh. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, we're just going to, like, Echo's keeping an eye on the tree line and stuff, and she's she does ask Widian, are there any bat people or anything? No, I wouldn't know. I mean, they're here, but they're their own people. I can't really predict that i mean they're out there somewhere but we're not going to know they're here unless they want us to they're very quiet i don't know if they'll be friendly or not it's been so long i don't know all right just keeping an eye out while herbert does his thing Mm -hmm. and he's over there just grunting (laughs) (laughs) you know like you ever play like more along the lines of like you know when you play tug of war with a dog (laughs) and just like Just Herbert, like, pulling at the trammel, trying to pull it out. Jesus. No. <laughs> I would like to take a moment and listen and try to discern where the fuck we are. Okay. Why don't you roll wit with disadvantage? Mm. Uh, I am feeling a little stupid right now, so that's pretty accurate. Gwydion's going to do use one of his inspiration die to... Gwydion kind of rests his hand on your back, spade foot. Actually, I'm not going to roll shit because I can literally discern things with my main ability. I would like to discern the oh, environment. Sick. Cool. Okay. Well, I'm just going to rub your back in like a <laughs> camaraderie kind of way. Like wow, thank in you. In a friendly way. Yeah. I think my like, blood pressure is high, so I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, we did go through a lot of shit today. So What? Spadefoot doesn't know what blood pressure is. Sure he does. <laughs> He's so fucking... Wow. My systolic pressure is high. <laughs> what do we got? Uh, it's a fawn, sir. We're going to have to incubate him. It's <laughs> parasites. <laughs> it's lupus. Patient came in one hour ago. He's gone critical. You dumbasses. Have you checked for Jolly Ranchers in his butt? <laughs> Me and Madeline have been watching a lot of House, House of D. I love House. Oh, House is so good. House is, is so good, dude. Oh, my God. I need to watch that again. <laughs> oh, wow. So when you discern environment, you get a fact about the environment. It's foggy. It's dark. <laughs> Stop. No, please don't do that. <laughs> okay. You tell me something I don't know. <laughs> it's a little um, chilly. 
<laughs> All this ash is made up of people. <laughs> it just says a fact about the environment. I'm so glad we're moving games. <laughs> Who made this shit? Give me the fact. <laughs> a, a lesser me, you know, from Please six years Please give me the ago. fact. Okay. Does it say by chance useful fact? <laughs> no. no, it doesn't say useful. Well, I'd like to know, because that's that's certain nomenclature in this game. Well, let's see. I'll, I'll pull up real quick. Yes, please pull up discern. While this is happening, Gwydion's just going to kind of put around. It specifically says you learn a single fact of your choice from the surroundings within 100 feet. This of includes any nearby structures. Of your choice. So you can ask mm. a question. Yeah. Are there any hidden dangers? I'm playing Monster of the Week. Not, Roll 2d6. Not here, but... I think that not within 100 foot radius. I think that Spadefoot, when he takes stock of his surroundings, is able to catch the faintest little traces of tracks in and around here. This far north, you are you are you are in the territory of the night winged ones, the the bat folk around here. <laughs> vampires. Are they actually vampires? No, you can discern that. Fucking hell. Vampires are only found in Odithia. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Stop. <laughs> what is happening? Hey, there's little footprints everywhere. Isn't mm. that cute? Gwydion's going to get down and look at him. Yeah, it looks like the, the night people. Yeah, we're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> Coming for us. Oh, but he just runs headlong yeah. into the brush. Yeah. yeah, I just jump off the edge of the cliff. I'm like, well, we're fucked. Yeah. Gwynion, do you know anything about this fortress we're going to? Chess Tales. I never went there as a kid. What's it called? The Temple of Light. That's unfortunate, I suppose. I mean, it might be okay. I, I've never been there. I mean, might... a Temple of Light has to be a good thing, right? Light is sort of, you know, associated with things that are good. Yeah, right. I mean, I was never told horrible tales of it, but I mean, it's a and fortress. Look at Echo, she's holding fire in her hands to okay. light the way. Well, fire is not necessarily bad. No, can be. I feel like it's been a minute. Cool. Carver, your consecration process comes to an end, and you can see that green swelling bubble up from the black terrain come cracking through the rock, mm -hmm. and that quick, slow growth begins around the trammel as you slide it out of the earth. Nice. What kind of noise does it make when it comes out? It's like, <laughs> not like, shing. <laughs> like a like a regular sword out of a out of a leather sheath or something, yeah, or, or like a fart. <laughs> it's kind of like I was like, thinking like a slorp. Mm, that's cool, man. Why don't you stop think that? <laughs> Why don't you stop think that? <laughs> no keep thing. <laughs> no keep thing. That's funny. Deviate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gang. So what's your move here? You can do, I think, one of three things. You can fruitlessly wander around in the waste until you find one, <laughs> two, maximum three of your three party members that you're missing. <laughs> Incredible. For multiple hours and then possibly Great. get caught by the dragon and killed. That or awesome. you can go to, you can start heading towards the Temple of Light. Or you can go towards the tree and see if you can blow that horn. Mm. Or... Other option, you could wander around in the dark waste and see if you can find the mysterious other signs of life that you caught from your, your mycelium integration yep. echo. Which I think I probably still have a little bit of time left on, but oh, or yeah. maybe not. But I don't I don't remember how long that takes. Okay. Well let's say you do, because in this instance, I will let you know that within that radius there's there's no signs of life other than you. Okay. Hmm. 
Yeah, if you recall, just as a reminder, because I know it's been a few weeks since we've played, there was a group of three that were traveling in your general direction and a group, sorry, not a group, there was another individual that Echo sensed up on a hill and they were shooting into the battle. Yeah, I remember that. Hmm. Dope. Can you tell me a little bit about like this trammel? What's it look like if I could figure out what it's made out of? Yeah, it, it appears to be iron that mm-hmm. has been enchanted. It's just a probably about a five foot tall, sorry, five foot tall, a three foot long, like twisted black, like piece of, of iron. Mm-hmm. There are faint etchings of whatever enchantment was infused into it, but they they seem to have like burst off or melted into one another in the process of being activated. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. Mm. Can I? Is it sharp? Well, I mean, sharp on one end. Well. Flat. Does the any of the uh, the sigils seem to be recognizable, or are they just like basically? I wouldn't be able to because they've been destroyed or something like that. It's more that they've been marred through the magic activating, but you do recognize leech and power as two of the most like two of the most like heavy symbols on mm. the spike. Yeah, dope. I'm gonna touch it. Okay, you touch it. It's a piece of metal. Great. <laughs> How tall are the trees? Most of the trees, like their tops, have been ripped apart from the force of the fire but the trees that do remain like the old growth some of them are here still like burnt hurt they go up to probably about 50 or 60 feet high but for the most part that the the forest is just made out of like half chopped trees here and there scattered around that are about 10 to 12 feet high okay i'm thinking about like trying to get above any like what remnants of canopy we have and get but it's foggy, so I may not be able to get a good look at anything anyway, you know? Yeah. If only our witch could control weather. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, I can make it windy. You think that might help with the fog? I don't know. Do we have time? That's another question. I mean, that that's like, that spell's not a big deal. Of course, deal. if you make it windy, it's going to kick up. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure if there's right. anything right. I can do Sony. about this. Trying to use my finger to get. So. Hmm. Got on backwards right now, because I'm thinking hard. Yeah. Yeah, I keep saying fog, but to be clear, like, there is some mist here, but most of this mess is ash. It's like, it's like ash and smoke, basically. Mm -hmm. It's more like a smog than a fog. Yeah. Might be able to get above it. Mm. All right. So where are we heading? (laughs) So how I see it is we have two choices. We can go towards the Temple of Light and get the sword hilt or a part, a piece of the sword, Mm -hmm. or we can blow the horn. The problem with blowing the horn is it loud? Is it's a horn I think being we should, yeah. blown? <laughs> so yeah. alerting to our presence. Yeah, how yeah. close are those two things together? Thing. Very far apart, like forty miles. And like I'm assuming Jeez. the horn's probably like a big fucking thing that's like really bolted down. Mm, what do you mean by that? Oh, it's inter- are it? we talking like the horn of Gondor? It's like it's intertwined with the heartwood itself. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah I say we go to the temple. Yeah, I think that's wise. I think that that's wiser because we can, yeah, we can do that a little more surreptitiously. Yeah. Get our get our you know part of our weapon, mm-hmm. right? Which it's the last part, right? Yeah. Yes. Except we need to find Ezek. I'm sure we'll find him along the way. Oh, Ezek's got the other piece of sword. No, it's in my pocket. That's right. That's right. That's right. You you got it from put it in your pocket dimension. Yeah. So glad you did that. I did it for reasons. <laughs> well, I hope it's so we can use the fucking sword. To the castle. And I point in the air and then I look around and say, where is the castle? <laughs> Who has the map? Hey, actually, I have the map. 
I'm silly. Okay, well, if you have the map, I'm going to give you this compass. Okay. Or whoever's going to be leading. Mm, I can lead. Navigating. That's all right. I'm a ranger. I have one eye. I'll be fine. I'm a ranger, and this is where Gwydion's from. <laughs> it's great. Give it to me. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll go in the front with whoever else is. I mean, I think you, Echo. That's what we were doing before, wasn't it? Weren't Echo and Gwydion kind of mm-hmm. pathfinding? Do you yep. guys actually have any inclination where exactly this place is? No. I don't. Just the map. I mean, I would think Gwydion would know where it is. He just hasn't been in there, you know? I mean, I'm not being, I mean, not being sassy and totally being serious. No, that's why I'm asking. I think, right? Because I don't know if the group got like exact markings from somewhere, like a document or what. I think I'd remember it. I mean, I mean, Gwydion grew up here. We have it marked on the map, don't we? Where the sword piece is. That's kind of what I was asking. But at the very least, Gwydion knows the general location. Once yeah. you get the general location, yeah, you can see it. I mean, he's never been in there, but he's seen it. I always imagine Gwydion kind of playing around the outside of yeah. it and stuff and wandering around a lot, you know. Go up and oh, knock on the door and run away. Right, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if Gwydion has ever actually been because the the night people would separate the Vermorians from it. Would they not? Or is it like an instance of like, I mean, I'm assuming that maybe they, they went nearby to get you know, artifacts or cord things. So I don't know, but yeah, maybe not. I don't How know. much uh, mana is a greater mana potion? I believe it's 2d6. Is that right? Am I wrong? I think. Am I right? Or is it 3d6? Before you quaff that. <laughs> Wait, Nave. Herbert, Herbert sees you pull that out. Like, yeah, she pulls out and she's like popping the cork on it. <laughs> Wait, I think that we can all benefit from that. Boop. Puts the and cork we back in. Reserve everything we can. Why don't you let me drink it? Pop, pops court back out. <laughs> yeah. Hands it to Herbert. Okay. Yeah. Because I have enough. Drops it. Shatters up the ground. <laughs> yeah. It's Pulls gone. out the That's other it. one and just goes. Whoa, 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 and drops it. <laughs> out of two. Your bag bursts into flames. Yeah. <laughs> Our supplies. Oh my God. Echo sneezes and there's like a fireball around. <laughs> okay. So yeah. Spadefoot uh, gets dysentery. I'll cast Herbert's. Or Herbert will cast Lester's right to be able to make sure that everybody can benefit from it. But I'll need to roll it, I guess. Yeah. Right? So 2d6. You want to use my d6? No, I don't, because your dice are cursed. Okay. Well, I got a pink one. <laughs> and plus I roll metal. That's okay. Okay. Two ones. Hey, that's two not, ones. That's not <clears throat> bad. Six. Okay. Nice. We all get six mana. I back. have... Uh, I'm going to start marking my mana in a different spot, because like I've worn through this fucking paper. Yep. Yeah, all my stuff's almost barely legible. Like... <laughs> Thanks, Herbert. And Echo. Mm, mm-hmm, mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, I'm I'm seeing this happening as you begin to make your way yeah. sort of north, northeast. Yep, Woody and Echo kind of putting their heads together to, to navigate, I think. Yeah, right on. Okay, that sounds like a Gwydion wit roll and Echo aiding. Okay. Don't forget you have a compass. Yep, we have a compass. Do you want to aid as well there, Spadefoot, with your compass? I do not aid. Spadefoot, I think you should aid here since you are holding a compass and have the map. <sighs> okay. Um, I don't know much how much help I'll be, but can I Natural attempt 20. to aid as we... It means nothing right here. Well, I mean, I successfully aid. aid. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Would I be able to try an aid as well? I'm. If you can tell me a reason, you would be. Mm. Herbert is short. Can. <laughs> You're right. You can see right underneath the smog, bro. Go ahead and aid, man. I can't, I can't think of any good reason because I like Herbert's not holding a compass. He you know, doesn't know the lay of the land. He's not a rancher. He's, yeah. yeah. Okay. 
I'm holding your compass, though. Did you, uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Quick, give him the map so he can aid <laughs> with the map. No, 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 no. no, yeah, I don't think Herbert's aiding here. 17. 17 with the aid? No, without the aid. Ooh, what the fuck? So that's 19, right? Yeah. That's extremely good. That's extremely good. You're only going to partially die. Right, yeah. Yeah, you had to, this check was a only 20. Only mostly die. <laughs> I just walk off a cliff in the mist. It's that look here. doesn't look uh, great. Well, I'm remembering right. that I didn't give him disadvantage on this. Oh, okay. However, I don't know if that's really a case with the combination of the map and him what, being wouldn't here. Wouldn't the compass like the compass. give you advantage? Yeah. Yeah, it literally would. So, But he's not using it. So yeah, we did roll correctly. So that's why I was thinking. Okay. I was trying to figure that out. Okay, I'm 19. Your track is is going well. You're, you're confident that you are going the right direction towards this thing's general location. I do want to say that as we set out, I think Echo kind of like dials the flame light back a little bit. Mm. So we're not just like a, a shining beacon in the darkness. Yeah. More just making sure that we can see where our feet are going. Mm. Right on. Keeping quiet and on the move, you go about 12 miles before you see something different. Sorry, Spadefoot, did you want to do something? Nah, don't worry about it. I'll do it later. What do you <laughs> got? I'm. You're just walking right now. So there's plenty of room to talk and do things. I really want to discern the cloud mask now that it's not cursed. Fantastic. And stuck to my face. Yeah. How's that Be breathing working for you? Mm -hmm. Wow, You're I love welcome. having lungs. You're Thank welcome. you. Okay, so what are you doing? So I'm going to discern it. And I want to know... Oh, I, I'm like, oh, I can only discern it once. I forgot I took the thingy that let me discern it twice. Whoa. Uh, so I want to know its purpose. And for my second discern, I want to know how to use it. Okay. Its purpose is to act as a sort of intermediary communication device between itself, aka its wearer, and its home, which oh. you're not really sure what that, that home is, but you have this sort of like almost psychic impression that there is a large piece of stone that it comes from, like as if this is one part of a whole right? It's been shipped off and made into a mask and sent away with somebody that would have worn it. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Continue. How to use it is you, you simply wear it and it will communicate back and forth. The, the sort of curse was sort of part of that formula, but you can still, you can still sense there is like a trace of that magic left. It's just not necessarily as powerful because that magic by itself was a curse. It was harmful. What's left is, you know, something that won't hurt you, but works far less effectively. You get the impression that you should probably be sleeping with it on for it to work. Whoa. Too bad I'm never sleeping again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's incredibly unsettling for me to learn. Mm -hmm. hmm. Great. Okay. That's let, that lets me know that the dude with the wolf mask probably couldn't take that off. Yeah. Oh, my God. I bet you can't take it off unless you, that person dies. Or maybe not even after they die. Maybe it's just there. question Spadefoot should be asking himself, I think, is whose identity is so important that it must be protected even unto death? <laughs> 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 I mean, my brain went to, like, Zargo shit, but it's, just, it's not. It's, it's, it's cut from the same stone, not necessarily, but... It's the same line of magic, but it's, it, it's not for them. They're not mm. important enough. <laughs> you go about 12 miles before you see a change in the landscape. The ground is very slowly starting to slope upwards, 
in minute ways that I think only Echo is able to, to actually register. You're rising in elevation very, very gradually. You also see that the trees begin to give way. The sort of like hardy, non-coniferous trees begin to give way to charred evergreens and tall elms. A lot of them have been untouched by the, the fire. Hmm. You're, you're in bat country now. Wow. There's also pockmarked through the landscape these massive stone mounds of like organic deep gray rock that have these cylindrical hollows that have been burrowed into, into the sides <laughs> of the vacant wow. homes from the bats who assuredly headed farther north towards the coast to escape the fires. Where we're going? Mm -hmm. Where you're going. Okay. <laughs> do you guys want to do anything here? You want to investigate anything around this area or do you want to progress? What's further? it smell like? Mm. Guano. <laughs> it smells like, have you ever smelt bat shit? No, I'm just, just kidding, man. Like cute little bat poop. Great. It, it smells like a combination of that, that sort of rancid char that it's you're just... becoming very familiar with. How unfortunate of me. But also like fresh herbs and like there's almost a chemical scent here that smells like burning rubber. Hmm. That's weird. Okay. Hmm. Landfill's close by. Yeah. Paper factory, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we should keep moving. Can't stop here at the back country. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. That was good. Should we stop and crawl in a hole? No. I thought I could maybe get you with that one. Okay, all right. If nobody's home in these burrows then I don't think we're going to find anything of use. And if somebody is home, then that's just opening up a can of worms. What if there's like a little satchel of treasure that could help us out? <laughs> Guano treasure. <laughs> For shits and giggles, I'm going to detect magic in a hundred foot radius around us. A hundred foot radius? Yeah. I'm just going to like... You're all glowing like the sun. How does that say that? Well, you know, I want to see if there's any goodies in these little holes. What does Spadefoot's detect magic... How does it work? I mean, like, what does it look like here for Spadefoot? Because I don't think you've ever used it before. And I'd like to know what, what you're seeing yeah. or smelling or sensing. So I think he, I think he can literally smell magic because I like to be dramatic. Mm. Yeah, I think that's why he's, like, mm. sniffing. Mm. There's the same sort of, like, wet, salty dankness to it. But it's like, <laughs> you're Madeline's face. <laughs> But it, it's it's like chipper and bright as well. And it like smells good, like herbs. The four of you obviously are pungent with this. Yeah. With, with magic B.O. The stink of it. The stink yeah. of it. Beyond that, there's just a small glimmer. In I can smell your stink, <laughs> your magical stink. There's like a small little sliver of something that smells spicy up on one of the, the farther, tall, like higher up. The highest one out of reach. <laughs> No, not really. Smaller burrows. It's on one of the peak of these mounds, probably about 30 feet high, but it's not the farthest by chance. Pretty easy to get to. Slowly points. He says, but there's magic in there. I mean, I don't think they're all bad. I just know they're kind of wild folk. I mean, if you want to poke the bear and do that, that's fine. But I just thought there were bears. in there? <laughs> I'm not your mother, Spadefoot. Hmm, that's an interesting thing to bring up. Yeah, so I'm going to crawl up there real quick. <laughs> oh, With God. your goat hooves. <laughs> Just um, destroying 
Just destroying dens all over. Oh my the god, way. I definitely don't want to destroy it. I didn't Well, about crawling that. up there, you probably will. Is that gonna happen? Stay off the fucking dunes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a it's a rock. Oh. Okay, to yeah. Destroy. I wanna step on it just cracks and disintegrates. <laughs> um once you roll it falls in a hole and dies. Yeah. Why don't you roll agility for me at disadvantage? <laughs> Go legs not off by a bunch of roll. angry bats. Yeah. Don't you, aren't you fleet of foot? Hang on a second. Yes, I'm yeah. fleet of foot. So, yeah. so what does that roll it? Yeah. Uh, not affected by difficult terrain, right? Rough terrain is not a concern for me. Okay, well, let's say you let's say you just a straight roll then agility. He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna fall and hit his head on a rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> What'd you get? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> is, is, it, is it a one? Is it a one? <laughs> With be... my agility bonus, it's a three. <laughs> oh okay. Can, can we break on this to say we're there to be oh, You just fall and like hit your head and you go. Echo, Echo's not going to try to catch him. Echo, I just Echo, dropped Echo, my book. <laughs> I'm so like astounded that Echo already said her piece. I can't believe, I can't believe you. I just, I can't believe you. All right. The three of you watch on as uh... <laughs> I die. Spadefoot's white furred form kind of skips agilely up half the mount onto the ledge. And then at that point, you can see there's kind of a moment where he's thinking a little bit because there's not really a wrong time for that. A little path up. And then he he begins to climb upwards to the rest of rest of the way of that hole. And Echo says, You think he's gonna fall? His, oh yes. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> I think so. Spadefoot, you get very close, probably within about ten feet. Yeah. And as you're climbing up, you start to feel your your the weight of yourself kind of go backwards and you realize you're climbing up at an ankle and your, your right hoof ends up catching a piece of of sheer stone, kind of like gray limestone, and you feel that the whole weight of yourself sort of fall backwards onto that intermediary ledge. You slam onto the ground right. and you take one point of damage and nice. cause an uproarious clatter <clears throat> onto this sort of pile of the sheer stone. As soon as this happens, you hear a cacophony of noise from that top hole. Yeah. What kind of noise? It sounds Bats? somewhat like skittering about, okay. like little scratches of talons on, on stone. And you hear this sort of like wobbly noise as if somebody's like pulling and moving a big rubber band. You know what? Actually, I don't think it's that important. Let's keep walking. <laughs> Good idea. Apparently, both of my legs don't fucking work. You want to leave? Well, what do, I mean, should we? Gwydion's power walking. Yeah. Oh, away? my God. They've already yeah. left me. Okay. Yeah, Gwydion's power walking away. What are you doing, Spadefoot? I'm leaving. Echo, I'm leaving. Echo stops and looks over her shoulder and just kind of like waves him on. Like He waves you back like a, you know, like when you're, when a mother waves yeah. at you, like, shut the fuck up. He waves <laughs> at you like that. Are you guys leaving or are you guys running? <laughs> Should we run? I don't know if I we're, know our pace is at least power walking. Yeah, I think we're all just kind of. I don't think we're capable of walking slow. Herbert, Herbert's keeping pace with everyone else. Okay. So Herbert is like, no. I'm kidding. I'm teasing. It's a short joke. Don't know. I don't know if we should run or not. I don't you know? think we should run. I think we're just leaving. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Understood. I'm silly. You make haste back into the fog and keep going up northeast, and you hear there's noises behind you, but you're quickly able to to distance yourself from from those noises. <laughs> you continue on. If we had run, they would have seen us as prey. 
Wait, I just got dinosaurs. Heard us? They may not have even hurt us. I mean, I want you guys to know know that fucking Murdoch did not hurt me at all, but I fell off of a cliff. Mm -hmm. Ain't that just? I mean, like at this point, I'm always under the constant assumption that you are just dangerous to your own characters. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. You continue on Mm -hmm. for another eight miles before you feel like you are out of this forest of stone mounds and you breach into a wet and verdant forest. It almost feels like marshlands or like a moor. These like big rolling hills of thick moss that are marked with these like curled trees, uh, mangroves as well, and pools of stagnant water black from the ash and the the fog is still persistent here but this is growth that was more or less untouched cool there are juts of like broad crystals that poke out of the moss here and there and you can now hear the distant lapping of the ocean from far down below as if you're very high above it you can even see little specks of blue green off in the distance through the fog Bits of moonlit ocean. Echo says to Gwydion, and it really is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot. I it's think, been a long time. I think Herbert takes a deep breath in a, of the salty air. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Is this the ocean? This is the ocean. Wow. It's a lot more fantastic when there's not fog in the way. Mm. I don't know. It's You've pretty... also seen it before. I don't fucking know. I've seen it. <laughs> it's pressed. Is there a fuck? That's okay. Yeah, he can't remember anything. Yeah, we were at Gold's Crest. He doesn't know what an ocean is. Yeah, he just thought that was a pond. Two brain cells. You said this is like a more like almost like a bog? Yes, very mm-hmm. much so. Gwydion's going to start kind of taking a moment to like jump around on the ground to see if any of it's kind of, you know, like those peat bogs, you know? Squishy? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Is any of it squishy? Yeah, there are some smaller mounds of moss that feel like like you're stepping onto waterbeds. Nice. Oh, nice. Is that it? That's all you wanted to no. do? No, he's going to get a running start, and he's going to jump and and try to land in the peat bog. Okay. Yeah, have you ever done that? And and no, you know, I've ever been to a. Oh. I don't have a death wish. You just. <laughs> it's like it just doesn't do anything. Okay, it's just mm. funny. Yeah, you, know, you just land in it, and you don't penetrate the through. Bog where they found a eight thousand year old preserved body or something like that. Yeah, they find bodies like that all the time yeah. in the peat bogs. It's how they used to. I think that's interesting to bring up right now. Yeah. Um, well, moment. they had to force him in down moment, with. I love pipes. history. <laughs> you had to force him down. They had to be weighted and piped. And oh, that's true. Yeah, they yeah, were they yeah, were right. burials. They, the they weren't yeah, like people bogs. that died in them. They were. Gwynny's just taking him in the play around. That's all. He's just like you know. Yeah, and you see Gwydion like with his crystal spear kind of run up the side of one of these broader crystals at an angle and kind of launch himself with <clears> the <throat> spear and lands on one of these big billowing uh, water-filled mounds yes. of moss. Yeah, I'm just going to... Feels gelatinous against your back. I'm going to double bounce it. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Double bounce it. I'm going to yeah. launch this motherfucker into the stratosphere. <laughs> yep. You see Echo take a running leap <laughs> off that same crystal, does two front flips, yep. slams her feet into the, the moss bed, and, and Gwydion just launches up. He's gone. Yeah. He's gone. That's I'm it. Dead. Roll a new character. Do you want me to roll damage? <laughs> damage more than moon. Okay. <laughs> the the moon Echo does two front flips, does a 360, flips Herbert and Spatefoot off. Yep. 
No. I think Echo does like smile a little bit though, because she has done this before. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, I'm going to get up and dust myself off. I, I'm good. Just want to take a minute. There's dust here? No. Mm-hmm. Well, bog. Boggy. Bog, bog dust. Boglet. Bog dust. It's boglet. I just play bass for bog dust. Hell yeah, dude. Oh my God. I'm going to take some of this it moss and put it in my pocket. Okay. Seems reasonable. Yeah. It's Vermorian moss. Mm-hmm. Bog moss. Mm-hmm. Probably good for making a liquor. <laughs> Maybe. You okay. continue on. Peat barrels. I, I would like to say that I think at any time that we're stopping like that, I think Echo just kind of takes stock, like listens, see if we're being followed, if, you know, just mm-hmm. generally checking around. And mm-hmm. Can you roll wit for me? Sure. Mm-hmm. Disadvantage or? Disadvantage, unfortunately. Okay. Oh, hey, one was an at 20, wow. but the other was a 17. Mm-hmm. So that is 17. Mm, okay. That's crazy, bro. <laughs> uh, okay. You... You, can't, you don't know shit about fuck. You can't get a bead on their location, but you're being followed by a, a small group of probably about 15. I wonder oh. where they came from. <laughs> yeah. There's like, you feel, it's not even that you can hear them. It's not even that you can see them or have any sort of signs. It's just that you feel the presence of like a larger group of, or a larger crowd rather, I would say, of, of beings that are watching your group. Okay, she That's weird. does kind of relay that low, <clears throat> low, quiet. Well, we should continue as if we don't know they're there, right? Mm-hmm. Tactics. So press on. Mm-hmm. Progress. Okay. How much further do we have the castle? Yeah, can we see it at all? Can we see? I didn't know if that was a question for Gwydian or me. I yeah, thought I didn't know. it was You're kind of a question for both because I was asking you and well, then like I realized that you may not know. So here's the thing. Earlier... I asked Zach on air, just so everybody's aware of it. I yeah. was like, does, uh, does Gwydion like know? Like, what's his knowledge base of this? And Zach proceeds to go back and forth with me. So I actually am not sure yeah, what Gwydion knows about I'm, it. I'm trying to start a he's like, yeah, Gwydion, Gwydion, I think would know. And then he's like, yeah, Gwydion doesn't know and shit. Like, Gwydion's just a <laughs> fucking idiot. He's just out here. He's got a walnut nut skull. He's got a idiot. walnut brain. He doesn't know. He's completely smooth brain. Just, <laughs> I was trying to start a conversation. <laughs> I'm just teasing you, because but I am not sure. I don't know what. I mean, I guess Gwydion, I mean, I don't know. What do you, I guess that's a question for you, right? Well, it's really a question of whether, like, what the relationship with the Bat Folk and the Vermorians was like. Well, you and me talked about that previously a little bit. Yeah. And and I only, I really wanted to leave it up to you for the most part. I just said that, like, they work together, but they have a tendency to be kind of wild if not worked. You know, like, there had to be a consistent amount of interaction. And when you stopped that, they kind of went back to being more feral. So... With nothing, without anything to do, they kind of get detached very easily. So I think this is fine being kept ambiguous just because it is like one of the most mysterious locations in Yaddle at the very least. Oh, wow. Okay. In history. <laughs> but <laughs> for now, I'll say that Gwydion has a pretty good understanding that you are within a mile of the bridge that leads to the temple. Oh, wow. Oh, boy. Okay. Is there a troll under the bridge? Just bats. Just bats. It's oh, all God. That's all the way down. All right. So we, we push forward towards the bridge. Ye. Yep. We must make haste. Yep. We go. Look for me to the rising of the sun. <laughs> okay. Oh. You uh, continue on for this last mile and the, mm-hmm. the wet moss gives way to, or the wet moss hills give way to smaller, worn down old stone hills and the water from the, the moor and the bog begins mm-hmm. to gather and then begins to trickle in small rivulets towards 
the cliff. And as you get closer and closer to the seaside cliff, you see them gather and form strength into gentle waterfalls that span over the cliff and down into the ocean, probably 120, 130 feet down. You also see this magnificent like white metal bridge that's caught in hanging moss and bits of like old dry fungus wrapped in ropes that hang off this bridge. It goes over to this tall spire of stone that kind of twirls up like a snake out of the river, out of the ocean rather. And on top of that is this magnificent fortress all made up of spiked sharp towers with smaller bridges that connect them all together into this sort of like messy maze of courtyards and and walls. Mm. Before we start to cross the bridge, I'd like to get out my telescope and sort of survey the spire and see what the fuck we're going to get into here. Okay. You take a knee and look through your telescope. Crossing's bridge may be a bit difficult, oh. figuring as there are two figures guarding its entrance. They are as Gwydion has formerly described in so many accounts, hunched and like black wrinkled skin with these big ears that fold out like bowls. Mm -hmm. They're wearing like what looks like armor at first, but as you take them in, it, it looks like it's just colorful rags that have been sort of sewn and welded and folded together into the shapes of like caps with long trestles on either side and breastplate-like fabrics, like tunics, basically. Mm -hmm. These motherfuckers make a lamellar? <laughs> I think that's how you pronounce it. I can't remember. It's been... So, like, it's uh, an ancient form mm -hmm. of armor where essentially, like, sheets of uh, canvas were glued together in many, many, many layers. I think that's exactly what Spadefoot's seeing here. Yeah. Mm. Some mm. decent stuff. It seems to be doing them well, especially against the weather, because here close to the ocean, a sort of twirling gentle but persistent storm is coiled around this tower and you can see their their makeshift canvas armor is like whipping in the wind one of them holds a fine bow the other a uh, what it looks like a piece of metal like a shank with a leather oh, um, with a leather handle and they don't see you but they are persistently watching into this sort of like mess of stone outcroppings that you're in you also see through your telescope, and apparently the bat folk have not, scaling the side of this like tall tower mm -hmm. where the fortress is resting on top is a small group of people off in the distance dressed in black and white striped clothing. What the fuck? Okay. And some bitches. Wow, there's prisoners climbing up that wall. That kind of seems dangerous, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, fuck. Why are we mad? I mean, their chances of survival are kind of small, right? Yeah, I don't think either of these groups really pose a huge threat to you guys. I mean, what could you want? Still, that's going to be a headache at some point. Yeah. Well, so we know nothing about the Temple of Light, right? Right. I don't, we don't, I know, don't know much. We don't know who the Temple of Light is for? It's for us. It's, it's no, for... No, 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 no. Like, I don't know. Traditionally, temples are for gods and stuff, right? The, the, the dawn... Yeah, it's for the oh. dawn, and it's for Veermore. It's for storytelling. So it would be for Amergen. Hmm. Well, that's pleasant. Mm -hmm. 
Do you think that we ought to let those bat guards at least point out those prisoners for them? That's what I plan to do. I can speak with them if I can get close enough. So I was going to try to sneak ahead and get close to one of them. Let's do that. But let's also keep in mind if, I mean, why are they guarding it? Do they traditionally do things like that? Would it be better to sneak or just make ourselves known? I know that they don't usually speak common or anything like that. But if I can get close enough and touch one of them, I can speak what they speak. So it might bridge a communication gap. But if you want to try to just gesture. I mean, I don't mean to be a big brain right now, but I can speak every single language with linguist. Oh, well, then you, yeah, then you, well, I didn't know that's Bayfoot, so you should do well, it then. I, I mean, the opportunity has yeah. never arisen for me to like speak to people. Yeah, like I don't this. care that's who great. does it. Yeah, we I'm should very move diplomatic. And, well, okay. <laughs> All right. When he just rubs his face, kind of like, do they that. speak like devil? Yeah, what is it? That I don't know. We've never heard him speak. Yeah, true. I'll hear him speak and then I'll figure out what they're speaking, I, I suppose. Mean, I kinda... What are the languages? Because I think we've talked about this with cave speak. What they yeah, speak, something like six and what that is. I mean, I feel like it'd be deep, wouldn't it? Or some, some like in the family, in the deep family. Yeah, yeah. cipher common, deep, green, high, primordial. Mm. I, I think this might be primordial. primordial. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's you, Spadefoot. It is spoken by ancient creatures. <clears throat> well, I suppose I technically would be an ancient creature at this point. You're not that old. How old are you? Well, no, never mind. Forget I asked. Herbert, I think that's a good idea to let them know. Mm-hmm. It might build trust between us and them. Mm-hmm. Great. All right. Let us go back a little. We're doing that then? Okay. Well, I don't uh, think the sign of smiles is going to do us any good here. Great. Let's just. I mean, I think our best bet is for you to give it a try. And do you want me to do it, it by myself? It doesn't matter to me, but. I think that we need to go together. Yeah, okay. I think we should go, Let's together. go together. Empty hands, weapons, sheath. Yeah. What do you think the chances are of like a. Sunrod's gonna piss him off. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I was considering lighting, like making a torch really quick and lighting a, a torch instead of holding my hand up. I think fire might make him nervous right now. Yeah. If you have a lantern, let's do that. Then. Yeah. I'll hand you my lantern. Yeah, I've probably seen lantern. I go touches her hand to it. Yep. Okay. That's so cool. She just kind of gives it the fire. It just it just gets cooler every single time I see it. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Oof. Okay, I'm going to go talk to these bad people. <laughs> okay, your party approaches with Spadefoot in the lead, holding this lantern alight. And you get about, I'd say, within 200 feet of them mm-hmm. before the the one on your right mm-hmm. knocks this, like, gnarled-looking wooden arrow mm-hmm. and just aims it. And you can feel, like, the pressure from the aim on your throat. He's holding it way high up over his head. And he's just got a perfect shot on you, like just clear. I'm going to say, hi, excuse me. I know that you're guarding this bridge. My yeah. name's... <laughs> I love these Why you do this to me? <laughs> I love what? these moments. <laughs> so there's some prisoners crawling on your wall there. I'm going to point at the prisoners. He doesn't look away. He says, not my wall. Hmm. Is it your bridge? No. Do you mind if we cross across the bridge? No yes. walk? What if I... No. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? I'm going to kill you. Why, though? <laughs> what if I give you something really cool in return? Hmm. Like Herbert doesn't understand this. And like, I don't know if this is going well. Damn, what? I'm sure. diplomatic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What you're hearing is like the back is. <laughs> and then Spade puts. <laughs> 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 it 
sounds like dinosaurs talking oh, to each other. Uh, Who's in the back of the group? I don't. I don't know. I figure I'm right behind you, Spadefoot, and then sure. I mean, we're probably like walking in a, a square yeah. of four if the the bridge yeah. allows. So yeah. I think Herbert and Echo. Yeah, I, I think Herbert and Echo are probably kind of with each other. Echo, you hear like what sounds like a kind of a tip tapping at, at just just a second of it. And when you look behind you, you can see there's just like probably about eight of these guys and they have what look like big, like wooden clubs. And they're just, they were trying to sneak up on you. They're maybe like 50 feet behind you now. Hmm. And they just ha all have their clubs raised kind of in unison in a semicircle. <laughs> You're surrounded. Oh no. But I imagine they like stopped moving. They did. When Echo like looked up and saw them. They're not advancing. I mean, you can tell that even on their strange features that they know that they have you surrounded. Right. So there's really no reason to advance on you. But the, yeah, they do stop when, when they make eye contact with you. What if I give you something in return to let us use the bridge? Okay, like what? Well, <laughs> what is something you need? Many of us have died. Okay, I'm very sorry. Fire came from the sky and killed a lot of us. Oh, we're trying to kill the fire. That's why we're here. I don't think you can kill the fire. I'm not sure if we can either, but we're going to try. That seems unwise you should probably hide instead hide inside of holes we like to hide inside of holes when the fire comes from the sky what if we want to hide in that castle over there it's kind of obvious kind of an obvious place that's okay <laughs> probably next in line for the sky fire kind of putting yourself into the sky fire trajectory well <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite character voice you've ever done i think i'm in love with this well, I am going to stand by the fact that I would like to hide in that castle. Kind of puts his bow down, mm -hmm. or they rather, put their bow down, now that they see that you are surrounded from the back. And they put a, a three-fingered three sort of taloned hand on their chin, and they <laughs> think about it for a minute. No, I don't think so. Still, no, not you. Please leave. Thank oh, you. okay. We can't leave. Unfortunately, because the sky fire has destroyed our village where we're from, well, where Gwydion is from, over there, and I'll say in common, wave Gwydion. <laughs> I'm going to put my hand up. That's Gwydion. Book person. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. They set all the books on fire. They set all of the books on fire. Mm-hmm. What about the deep libraries? I think a few of them are still there, but I don't know. Okay. We also pulled up the trammels and the, like, the big nails in the ground, we pulled those up. You guys don't have to worry about that. We don't care about your trees. That's fine. We like the rocks. Feels good on the feet. <laughs> hmm. I can so agree cute. with that. I like a good rock. <clears throat> okay. He kind of does something with his hand. It's like a hand signal, right? But it's, you know, it's it's not the anatomy that you're familiar with. So it just kind of looks like a, a black talon blur. And the group behind you begin to sort of ease off into the outcroppings. Mm -hmm. And he takes a knee and says, What's your plan? All the meanwhile, this sort of like calming that's happening in the group does not happen to the one on the left with the shank. He's sort of vibrating and like moving left and right and sort of swiping in the air. In front of the <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> that bat's got rabies. <laughs> but bow guy, he says, what's your plan, goat? Well, our plan is to go inside of that temple. We're going to walk inside with our feet and we're going to look around and then we're going to look for a piece of a sword and we're gonna whoa, whoa, whoa. stab the sky fire. What's a sword? Sharp stick. <laughs> it's sort of like a stone that's sharp. Have you ever considered doing that? I don't think you understand. 
first of all. And then he says something that is kind of like, it's kind of tough and primordial for you to gather, but it kind of like means basically like, I eat the flesh of other living creatures. And then he says, secondly, the fire is coming from the sky. Mm -hmm. It's not down here. If I could stab it, but Buddy here would stab it. <laughs> wow. And then he just looks at you confusingly and like you're an idiot. So what we're going to do, because I have also thought of that, because it doesn't really make sense because the sky fire is flying around. How are we going to get to it? See, this is a person I can communicate with. <laughs> <laughs> this is right on my level. Yeah. So what we're going to do, and he takes out an acorn. So you see, and he tosses acorn up in the air and he catches it. So if something goes up, it can also come down. And what I can do then, and then I'm going to use transmute, and I'm going to crush the acorn. <laughs> <laughs> and then we can do that. And it's like this flat penny of an acorn, and he just hands it to him. No, you want to walk 50 feet and hand it to him? Oh, I didn't realize he was still fucking 50 feet away. No, I won't do that. I'll just hold it up. Hmm. You do understand that once Skyfire is flat, it's still Skyfire, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, Echo resets her nose. <laughs> <laughs> All right, goat man, I can't really argue with that. Flat sky fire would be better than globular sky fire. <laughs> it's true. It's flat. It's on the ground. Mm -hmm. We can kind of step over it. I need this man's name, this person's name. It's Eep. Mm. Mm. It's. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll let you pass on the bridge. Oh, thank you. Do be aware that the fortress you're entering mm -hmm. is uh, made out of trees. Okay. Extremely old. Gotcha. Um, it was grown by man, which means it's inherently evil. Hmm, agreed. Inside are monsters beyond your capability of understanding. They're okay. deep and heavy. They're hmm. made out of metal and blood. Oh, that's unfortunate for us. I don't think they're meant to guard or protect, as you would imagine. They're just sort of ramifications of, uh, or rather, sort of a, a ripple effect of the, the natural processes of a great and magical force growing out of stone. Could you tell me what the machines look like real quick? Hmm. Have you ever seen a large cat? Yes. You remember how they have big paws that hit you in the head with he massive knives? Uh-huh. They're like that, but just the paw part. Wait, he knows what knives are? Doesn't know what swords <laughs> are. <laughs> they got a knife. Hmm. That's true. Okay. That shit. You, know, you may think sword, hey, big knife, but that's a little different. <laughs> a lot of them, no, maybe two or three. You can milk them, and <laughs> they have eyes that shoot lasers. Do you understand what a laser is? It's kind of like a sunlight beam through the forest tree <laughs> canopy. Interesting. But Thank it hurts you. your skin, and it's Okay. Great. <laughs> Thank you for that information. I'm glad we understand one another. Would you like a sword? No, I'd like to, and then he says something in Primordial that's kind of like akin to climb inside of a tree or object like a tree and then die on purpose. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, have fun with your endeavors. Thank you for letting us cross the bridge. Great. And then he just kind of stands still. He's just on his knees. I'm going to whisper you guys and be like, I don't even what the fuck just talked about this stupid <laughs> now. Tenfold? Okay. Okay. Yeah, let's go. Let's move. <laughs> Okay, I give him a little salute as we go by. Oh, he doesn't like that. He's like, <laughs> it kind of recoils. And he's like, <laughs> as if you had like hurt him. <laughs> Great. E evil hand gestures. Okay. So you're just going to walk between these guys? Well. Yep, I'll go first. Okay. Mm. When you get close to the, the one with the shank, he kind of like takes a step forward 
at you with with the knife out. Like, <laughs> do not. <laughs> okay, you don't move at all. No, I'll okay. stop moving and just stare at him. Yeah, he just starts to cry. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean. I puts his his head in his hands. He's like, so you should have been They're scared all traumatized. of him. Oh, I'm sorry. You're kind of scary. And you're able to get to the bridge. <laughs> yep, you're on the bridge now. Cool. Put that shit right behind us. Let's go. <laughs> We're going across the bridge. Okay. Bridge look like it's structurally sound. Mm-mm. It looks like it's built all out of, or rather grown, as you now have come to understand, out of one solid piece of like wood. Like a root? Solid piece of like wood-like metal. Yeah, I think it's like a root. Yeah, yeah, Justin. It is root-like. It looks, it feels like metal, right? But as you're on it now, it, it looks like there's, pieces of metal that are like intertwined whoa like little coils it looks like it's made out of like steel muscle if that makes sense and you're on it now and there's moss and there's little sprigs of this sort of like hanging dried herb or maybe cambion of some sort and as you get this is a very long bridge as you get to maybe like 50 feet on it you hear and see the pitter patter of the bats like suddenly scattering off into the outcrop. That's probably not good. And you feel the wind start to pick up. Oh, real quick before we run in here because there's totally a dragon coming. They said there were robots inside. I'm not really sure what that means. And then he also said they shoot lasers out of their eyes, which I'm also not entirely sure what that means. And that they had cat hands. What the fuck's a laser? <laughs> I I guess we'll find out. Is that like a is that like a They said bean? it hurts. Is it like a bean? Sort of, I think. I don't know. Oh, what the fuck's a laser? But, uh... <laughs> Is it like what the glowstone did? Hmm. Uh... Remember I, the glowstone very shot off like... Yeah. Like a disco ball of death. Yeah. Yeah, sort of like the disco ball of death. Mm-hmm. What's a disco ball? But really, I think there's a dragon now. What's disco? It's a type of... You know, like, uh... Sensation. Like, shut the fuck up. It's, like, <laughs> it's a mindset, okay? Like, like Abba. Hey, real quick, glance around, though. Is there a dragon? <laughs> the bats have scattered and the wind is picking up. Bye, bat. Can I see the sky at all, or is it too smoggy? Uh, you can see it a lot better here, but it, you don't see any kind of disturbance. You see patches of starlight here and there. Okay. Those prisoners are out there to pass that shit off. Yeah, let's yeah. scuttle. Yeah, we gotta go. Yeah, yeah that's what's up. Uh, yeah. Okay. Let's move. In that case, <laughs> let's roll. show them the meaning of speed. Everybody roll agility. Oh, yeah, that's great. 19. I don't need my glasses. I don't know what I care. How are your goat legs doing over there? How's that? I don't know why I rolled that. Treating you? I mean, like, I think <laughs> I would do better if I literally just took what? a zero. <laughs> if, uh, what are we, can I, can I ask what we're rolling agility for? You guys said that you're running at least Echo and Spadefoot. Oh, okay. We're just like running our, it's the bridge. We're running across the bridge. Yeah. And it's dark and it's, Mm. You know, something might happen. Well, we could trip, fall off, die. All I said was the bat scare and the wind picked up. So mm-hmm. what do we, what do we get? I got a two. 13. Six. Six. 19 okay. here. Wow. <laughs> I'm 19 here. You make case across the bridge. <laughs> Echo's you- doing like double backhand springs all the way. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> and I take a single step and <laughs> I fall backwards. <laughs> you start to make case across this horribly long bridge towards... Awful. This open, dark maw of of an entryway to this fortress. It's just this like curved, steel rooted like doorway that goes into this dark 
expanse. And you can see even off in the distance here, there's like silver particulates. They're like the size of fingernails that are like hanging in the air in the dark that are catching the moonlight here and there. And you're running towards this opening as fast as you can. And Spadefoot and Herbert are starting to fall behind Quidian and Echo. And very quickly, just like it's on you in an instant, you feel this massive weight in the air pressure form up and behind you and a little to your right. And Echo, you see this this like gargantuan floating shape. It looks like oblong and you can feel like yourself sort of rise up in the air with every step from its wings beating. There's just this like coil of rainbow light and fire. This massive scale beast is swooping down onto the bridge out of the smog towards Herbert and Spadefoot. It's going to make a swipe at Spadefoot. I'm dead. <laughs> can you roll agility for me? I don't know if I can. Can I see Spadefoot? You can see Spadefoot. What do you do? You get the Spadefoot. Quinny just reaches his hand out and just kind of this mutters something under his breath and I'm going to give you uh, inspiration die. What do I do with that? I'm going to add it to your ability. It's a d6. I got a nine, even though I rolled a six on my D6. Whoa. You can bust. You feel this thing like crash into the bridge behind you. And you can see like massive chunks of rock fly off from the force of this collision. And you feel yourself pushed forward just from the shrapnel. You're going to take four points of damage. Okay. And you feel yourself launched forward onto the bridge past (laughs) Herbert. You can see it like in an instant, skim across the ocean and just turn on a dime. And then it's up and it slams onto the bridge. And you can see these talons the size of barns grab on and the whole snake-like thing, this rainbow serpent, wraps itself around the bridge behind you lot. Herbert, I need you to roll agility as it breathes a beam of electric fire in your direction. Hey, okay. That's a 17. 17. Okay. It forms a crater, and you can feel the pressure knocks you to the right, Herbert, off your feet for a second. You feel yourself skid onto your knees as you continue to run away, just narrowly dodging this thing. Gwydion's going to turn on his heels and kind of just try to catch up, or at least get closer to them. Okay. And he's got a shield out. You get to them. Assuming they're also kind of still running as this is happening, as you were coming to meet them. Yeah. And you put your shield out, and Gwydion, as the three of them kind of, or the two of them rather, meet up with you, Echo's still pretty far ahead here. I think she's probably not, like, full-out sprinting, mm-hmm. because she does not want to just leave them, but so, she also doesn't want to group up with them and get incinerated. Yeah, somebody's, yeah. Okay. So slowing your pace, keeping an eye on these things, and that makes Echo and Gwydion sort of standing face to face with this thing now probably about 500 feet away but it feels like it's close up just because it's so huge the head which is what you're mainly looking at is as wide across as the bridge and as tall as a small house it has two sets of eyes almost like partially arachnid that are twirling with rainbow liquid but you can see these little slits of black lined pupils inside that kind of remind you of Spadefoot's rectangular pupils. The thing is armored with sheening prismatic scales. Its head is like thin and long like a serpent's, 
its jaw is almost rounded in the front. And you can see its whole body, its wings and its tail, and its, its long, like spindly legs are coiled around the bridge, oh. crushing it. And you can see the stone falling and hear it fall into the ocean below. Gwydion, you've got your shield out. It's going to <laughs> blast you with this fire. I'm going to have you roll a might check. 11. That's great. The lot of you at this point, feet away from this dark opening. But there is this one instance where Gwydion, almost half running backwards, sees this thing rear up. It's two sacks underneath its neck, like swell up. And you can see that rainbow liquid fire inside of it begin to generate. And then it burst out this shot of electric flame in your direction, Gwydion. And you all see Gwydion enveloped in this flame. Would I have had time to <laughs> take an action? You've done nothing, so yes. I think that she sees this like crackling fire and, you know, electric rainbow shit. And she just kind of just holds her hand out to Gwydion and he into a mist cloud. You can move. Wait, but you're still there. I'm pretty far away. You ran to meet them back, so you're in the back of the group. They were able to dodge these okay, attacks. At cool. this point, it's you standing against this dragon for just a moment before okay. you reach this dark <clears throat> hole and escape, gotcha. more or less. I understand. You feel the fire, like, envelope you. The pressure hits you. But when it stops, this thing, like, coils back along the bridge away from you, and you feel fine. And you see that you, in fact, are missed. And you feel yourself still moving. With <laughs> okay. Cool. As the four of you enter into this dark Ooh. hole. Great. Can I see the, could we see the little, like, little peak of skin, you know, <laughs> <laughs> under the scales? His, his <laughs> you know, just like the You'll little. show me that scale. <laughs> no, I don't think you had time for that. Okay. <laughs> I am going to say <laughs> that <laughs> Echo gets. Nice do fly. <laughs> Echo gets to the opening and she's like. Go, 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 you know, like waving Spadefoot and Herbert in. Yeah. And like the mist cloud goes by. Yeah. Like, thank you. And <laughs> real quick, you know what? You know what she's going to do real quick? Mm -hmm. She's going to knock an arrow and just shoot it at him. That's your last move as you go into the darkness. You feel yourself like entering this cold area. Make an attack roll. Mac 10. That's <laughs> And you see it. You see it like fly down the bridge. Like this bridge was built to guide your arrow and it soars straight through the air. And it just sort of like slides along its scale like it's just another brush of wind. Yeah. That's she great. wasn't necessarily intended to hurt it. It was more like a message. Mm. That's great. Okay. You find yourself here. Okay. There's no door or anything. It's just an opening. What you've entered is a courtyard. Okay. The dark is present here. And you realize pretty quickly that it's not the smog. It's just like this sort of almost preternatural like darkness that hangs in the air more like a dimness uh, this is magical darkness and there are these flakes of metal like little squares and hexagons of silver that are just hanging and floating in the air all around you of various sizes here in the courtyard there is a statue yes in this hexagonal courtyard of moss carpeted in moss the statue's on a pedestal it seems like it's part of the fortress itself and it looks at first like a silver silhouette of a person, like a stout, wide person, maybe a dwarf. But as your eyes start to focus on it, you can see there's other parts of this sort of silver statue that don't make a lot of sense. Like there's 
pieces of, there's like cylinders that come out of its abdomen and then twist back at and, and weird angles and then re-enter into the back. There are like pieces of sword or like half swords with hilts that are sticking into its shoulders and some pieces of metal that are hanging off of its shoulder like in the air as if as if it had been shot with like a blunderbuss and then frozen, but just in that pocket. The head is oblong, but it has these like perfectly smooth lumps that form out of it. Mm. The eye, the right eye of it, like is stretched upwards mm. as if it was somebody took the image of that eye and just warped it up. It's standing on one foot with its other foot resting on its left knee and its hands in a sort of meditative position. In its stomach, you see there are 12 holes. Some of them are actual holes. Others are like slits where maybe like swords could go into. The courtyard itself is simple. It has a moss carpet, the dark, two other doorways to your right and left, and a stairway up into another doorway just past this statue. But for now, I have to say, I'll see you next time. Yeah, sorry. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>